Welcome, bride chillas and groom chillas. Groom chillas, Alicia. Let's uh, let's workshop that. You're listening to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one wedding podcast hosted by author, comedian, and wedding advice giverer Alicia McCormick. For many of us, wedding planning is overwhelming. It can be full on. It can be crazy. But have you thought about planning a wedding when you yourself run? contribute, do so much work for one of the biggest wedding blogs out there. Well, my guest today is that gal. Lot of pressure, Claire. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. It's lovely for you to have me. You are gorgeous. Now, you, Bridal Musings, and you, well, you run it with your lovely friend. Yes. So Elizabeth set up Bridal Musings about five years ago, I think now, Um, and she was already married and fell in love with weddings and set up the blog. And then I came on board about two years ago as editor. And yeah, now I look after the whole thing and it's loads of fun. When we first met today, you were saying that when when you first started with Bridal Musings, you weren't engaged. No, I wasn't engaged. I mean, obviously, I was in a long-term relationship. We talked about marriage. It was, like, going to happen. But it wasn't anything that I was like, you know, has he got the ring yet or anything like that. It was, yeah, we're both pretty chilled out people. It was something that was always going to happen, and we weren't in a rush to do it. I love speaking with bridal bloggers and getting to know people that are in the industry a lot because I think they have a lot of experience with planning and and feeling about trends and things like that. But... When it came time for you to, when you got engaged, did you feel the pressure, I suppose, of going, okay, now our wedding has to look a certain way? Because if, you, if people don't know Bridal Musings, it's incredibly popular on Pinterest. The site itself is stunning, but you know, it's very aesthetically gorge. It's beautiful, and it's uh, our the weddings that we feature, the real weddings, like our aesthetic is, we don't have a particular niche, but the couples we end up getting are really cool and stylish and they're from all over the world and they're just always like, just so awesome. And to, and like the first day when I told Elizabeth I was engaged and we have a real bride feature. So we had a columnist last year who was getting married and it was her kind of monthly account of what they were up to. And when I told Elizabeth, she was like, you're our next real bride. Oh my God, pressure. Oh my gosh. So instantly I was kind of like, oh, of course, the wedding's probably going to be on the blog. So I was listening to your chat. I think it was with um, Meg from A Practical Wedding. And she was saying like, you don't have to impress the internet with your wedding. And I was like, I kind of feel like I do. so interesting I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I think so many people write me wonderful emails but say I saw this on Pinterest or my friend had this and I feel like I have to do this because it's what's expected so it's weird we've gone from having expectations about you know like our parents going well you should get married before you have sex but now it's like you should get married and make it look like Pinterest it's really weird yeah and there has to be all these like Instagrammable opportunities I mean we're stuck in a lovely room today in a hotel and there's flowers and suddenly we're like oh, I have to get this for Instagram. And, and a wedding is kind of like that now. Whether you intend for it to be or not, your friends are are going to be looking for things to, to Instagram. And, I mean, that's totally fine. Those opportunities will present themselves. I don't think couples should freak out about find like oh well we have to have this sign here that has like hashtag oh. wedding. Let's make that noise again. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm not completely against a wedding hashtag, but I do feel like couples put put so much into like well like we want the when people click on the hashtag for it to be this like beautiful stream of images it's like no you want your friends sitting around a table being like having the best time ever like I just yeah I think it should be 
another like gem. I'm gonna just keep quoting. Her. Oh, Kate, please! Oh my gosh, I love it. Love it, Scott. Another gem that Meg said was like, "You can't feel pretty." Yes. Like I, I love that because that was so. Sorry, just to go back to when we got engaged, so there was this like pressure. I mean, we were looking at photographers, and I have a, a style that I like as an as a blog editor, and then a style that I like as a human being. <laughs> so, <laughs> They're very different things, folks. So I was looking at photographers being like, oh, I don't know if they'd be on Bridal Musings. And then I was like, what am I thinking? Like, we should pick a photographer that we both like, that we think will capture us in the way we are. And if and they'll be gorgeous and it'll be fine on the blog. I shouldn't be, like, my blog, like, my wedding isn't an audition for a place on the blog. Yes. And so once I decided that, and a photographer was kind of the first choice we made, so apart from the venue, so once... I had acknowledged that and accepted it. I was able to move on and I've no longer considered the blog in any of my choices. And that's been so like freeing. I bet. So, yeah. This morning, so we're here, to, we're in, as you said, we're in a hotel. It's very fancy. It's very fancy. I, I, I feel like it's too fancy for me. Oh God, I was just going to say, this is completely our fancy me in any level. Yeah, getting married in a barn. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's like, but it's very posh. And it's, it would, it's old school yeah. England. Yeah. And of course, you know, I come into the places like this, I'm whispering because everyone, it's gone quiet now and feel <laughs> out of my depth. <laughs> but we were sitting here and I just want to go back to the point about Instagrammable moments yeah. and how things are, we are sort of now in this zone of having people being really focused on the sort of uh, look of things rather than having an experience. Yeah. And there was a lovely moment. We just met for the first time in person and I was sitting at this beautiful table across from you with some other wonderful bridal bloggers and everyone had their fucking phones out yeah. and I have to say fucking phones yeah. and I was trying to take a photo which I'll probably post on Instagram with some stupid hashtag of a pretty place setting and then I got angry with myself and then I looked across at you and I went oh just have a moment live a moment you don't need to photograph everything yeah. and also my Instagram account of anyone's looked at it it's just really pictures of me dicking around like I'm not a bridal blogger it's not what I do but it was this lovely moment that we shared we were like put the phone down and experience being in the Perish Hotel and have a moment this is such a treat it is your guests will probably think that at your wedding too like you'll be freaking out about oh god but they're going to judge my centerpiece no they're not they're going to sit down and go oh isn't that nice and then they're going to chat to the person beside them let's just repeat that again no one gives a shit about your centerpiece they don't. <laughs> they really don't. It's awful because, like, I I spend my life in like trying to inspire and encourage, and it's like these things might be really important to you, and that's great. And for me, there's certain aspects of the day that, like, the aesthetic of our tables is really important to me. But it's not because of how it looks; it's because how it will feel to sit down. So, say for example, we're having uh, long tables. And we've done that for the, like, social aspect of that. So you're not trying to shade across a big round table. We're having, like, herbs down along the middle because we love to cook and we love food and they'll be really fragrant. That is such a lovely idea. Thank you. And so, yeah, so it's it's more about the atmosphere that we'll create. So even if you if you saw my wedding Pinterest board, it's all, like, lights and foliage. and But it's not the aesthetic of that that I'm trying to, like, re, like, 
rehash out for our wedding it's it's the feel of that the feel of like like when you go into a great restaurant and there's a buzz about it like that's kind of what we want to make our wedding feel like this is so great I'm so glad you're saying this because it is Rich always has a bit of a go at me because I'm not into woo woo I'm completely anti woo woo personally but I know if I walk into a a hotel room or I walk into we're looking at rental new apartments at the moment and I get a vibe straight away I'm like no this is off I don't know what it is I hate it get out and it is that thing of walking into a function, especially a wedding, where you want to get those good vibes straight away. Straight away, because like you were saying earlier about a show, like you'll walk out and you'll know instantly if it's a good vibe or a bad vibe. And so, I mean, and it's not, I'm not saying everyone has to have this rustic wedding in a barn. I'm, you could have a ballroom filled with roses and you'll walk in and it'll take people's breath away and that'll set the tone for the evening. Or you could have like a really kind of cool art gallery wedding with like really well thought out geometric decor or whatever but people walk in and be like oh cool like and they'll they'll feel like they're at this like trendy party and that's and that's like something in itself so it's about it's about whatever vibe you want to go for and your aesthetic will lend itself to the vibe and it'll help create it so I mean it's not like to not even consider it like I think it's important to think about these things but think about why you're doing them so don't just have like jam jars because you saw them on Instagram or you saw them on Pinterest or you saw them on Bright Amusings have them because you think oh well that'll lend itself to the kind of rustic vibe that I want to create for the wedding and I think keeping the vibe and the overall atmosphere at the center of it is the best way to have a wedding that not just looks beautiful but will just feel amazing for your guests and for you I love that you've thought about smell yeah, I I met a luxury wedding planner last year who talked about scentscaping your wedding, and I couldn't believe that was a thing. I was like, are you for real? But I've been to some of his events, and they smell amazing. I bet. And it really does, like, like these were luxury events. So you're talking, like, the kind of candles that, like, you might get one for Christmas, and you're like, this is, like... Fucking expensive. And it's not people just spraying Glade around the room. Yeah, like these are luxury, like, soy wax candles or something. And they'll be all over the room. But And obviously that's a big investment. But there are things like that that people don't necessarily think about, but that can really kind of lend a nice tone to the day. Can I just say, IKEA make a great range of quite inexpensive candles. I got these new grey ones. I feel like they're like sea salt and rock or something. They're like oh. a weird fragrance, but they're gorgeous. I would highly recommend. I think IKEA is a highly underutilised wedding reception receptacle buying thing. Yes. Uh, we got our... <laughs> we spent a shameful amount of time in the napkin section <laughs> uh, trying to find the right shade of grey uh, for our nap- like linens for the wedding. And like I say all this and I'm like so laid back, but I just had this thing. I didn't want white linens. I wanted grey linens like a kind of more like linen as in the fabric linen kind of feel and uh so yeah we we were there and like my boyfriend's just as into it as me and we're like oh that one's a little bit too dark and that one's a little bit too light and yeah we got all of the linens for the wedding for like 50 quid in ikea amazing i sewed all mine i hand sewed yellow i'm insane this was my one big diy and i spent a weekend sewing yellow and white polka dot linens as you say very classy napkins as I'd say and uh, you know it was one of those things that we couldn't find them and I really wanted to make them and I spent a whole weekend uh, it was Easter weekend and I watched a whole series of Dexter while sewing <laughs> well at least you were like doubling it up I used my time wisely and it was when Dexter went downhill so I was like fine I can watch and sew 
and get stuff done. And it's it's the dodgy fifth season, so it doesn't matter if you miss a bit. Don't it just give up at season four. If you're watching Dexter, watch it's great. I love Michael C. Hall. I love the concept, but it went downhill. Yeah, it really did. I hate that last season. I didn't even watch it. Good. See, I was gonna say I want it removed surgically from my brain. So I was so fucking disappointed. I just want to acknowledge I've said fuck about seven times and we're in Mayfair. It's, it's a fancy it's a fancy place, but I I feel like I feel like you, you can kind of just let off steam. It's okay. I feel like if you, um, and this is me placing judgment upon rich people, but if you're rich enough <laughs> to genuinely be where we are, that you can say fuck whenever you want. I'm sure in the next room they're just cursing. Bloomers. <laughs> I'm really bad. I never curse. So. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't judge I you. I mean, please. <laughs> I do curse, as my listeners would know. I really enjoy it, and I think it rolls off the Australian tongue. It's very cathartic. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm a bit like a bit of a prude that way. I love your accent. Thank you. I'm from Dublin. <laughs> of course she is. Oh, oh no! I was going to do it. I can't do it. I'm not going to do the accent because it's rude. <laughs> no. Okay, let's get back to your wedding planning and, again, this pressure, this expectations that you have when it comes to being a part of such a huge bridal wedding phenomenon. Yeah, so I had let go early on about the fact of trying to recreate anything because our whole ethos of bridal musings is, like, we're going to inspire you to, like, shoot for the stars at your wedding, but we're also really, really encouraging couples to, like, also just, like enjoy it and have fun and it's a party like at the end of the day yes it's important and yes you're investing a lot of money into it and you'll want it to be beautiful and everything else but it's a party yes and like so our whole thing is like helpful beautiful fun enjoyable inspiration and we kind of want to like hype brides up and grooms up and get them excited about the day so I had kind of let go of it, but other people think that because I'm a wedding blogger, that our wedding is going to be an extravaganza. And, like, I've been asked, like, it's really funny, I've been asked things like, are you going to have chairs and tables? It's like, why? what the hell are we going to be doing? <laughs> yeah. Floating? Uh, are you going to wear a dress? Like, I wear a dress every day. Of the, like, I don't wear trousers. I don't wear jeans. I only wear dresses. But people have been like, oh, are you going to wear a wedding dress? I'm like, of course I am. What, what else? <laughs> I'm going to wear a space suit. Yeah, I remember my dad said to me, yeah. Uh, Oh, we were always so excited about your wedding because we figured there'd be like geese or something. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, let's break that down. I love the parents go to the geese. What does he think the geese are going to be doing? I feel like it's something I said when I was like five, and they just were like, "Yeah, she'll she'll do that." I've got a surprise for you. I've got some trained geese. <laughs> well, the wedding is on a working farm, so they never know. Fine. Well, let's get them on. They'll come in. They'll do a dance. Yeah. Present the ring. Oh no, the goose swallowed the ring. <laughs> but then you can cook it and eat it for dinner yeah, and get the ring. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> okay, that was probably a faux pas. Let's let's be honest there. Well, I talked recently about this inspo hyperdrive, inspo overload that we have. And this is not to remove anything about, you know, the idea of having a lovely look at Pinterest. But also, again, people that have listened to any of my podcasts would realize that I have this sort of love loathe feeling about Pinterest and how much we place emphasis on pretty curated things and yeah it's just it's bananas like I think you can take so much from it but I think what you you should do is take an overall like I said vibe feel aesthetic but then step away and recreate it in your own way with the resources that you have I mean it's not even that you can like 
you mightn't have the money for something. It's that your venue mightn't... Like, I had my heart set on, like, millions of string lights. And then when we chatted to our venue, they're like, there's nowhere to hang them here because it's an old building and they can't hang loads of string lights. Like, that broke my heart because I had pinned, like, 50 million photos of string lights. Don't you know how many hours I've spent pinning freaking pictures of string lights? So, like, it's things like that that you have to realise that you, you will eventually have to let go of certain things and, and be realistic. And I hate saying that because... It, it's such a like it's such a day where you can just do whatever you want and be a little bit indulgent. I think that's fine, but you do you just have to work within the the limits of, of what you have to hand. Like even say, depending on where you get married, your vendors mightn't offer gold cutlery. Um I've spent a lot of time tracking it down in Ireland, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> like things like that that you've seen like on a tablescape that you're like, Oh, but we have to have this and we have to have that and like yeah, I just think use it for inspiration absolutely it's a great resource like it's invaluable it saves people a lot of money on wedding magazines um and and you can kind of tailor your searches which is great because say you buy a seven pound magazine and i mean i love wedding magazines but you pay that and then you look through it and there's nothing for you and then that's it and so whereas i think blogs and instagram and pinterest have a great role in that in being able to provide free excellent inspiration but you have to see it as that's what it is it's inspiration and then you have to kind of then see what what how you can kind of tailor it to suit you and to suit where you're getting married this is the save the date wedding podcast it is correct yes it is (laughs) and you are listening to a wonderful interview with claire from bridalmusings.com.com and uh there is more after this You are not having any bridesmaids, Claire. I'm not. No, I'm. I have a contro. I have a little troop of non-bridesmaids. Uh, <laughs> we have a WhatsApp group. Oh. Um, but yeah, I just well before I got engaged, I had said oh, I'm, I'm never having bridesmaids, and a few male friends were like, "Oh, every girl says like, oh, they're going to do things differently, and then they don't." And I was like, "No, like, wait and see. I won't." And yeah, I just. And it's not, I'm not bashing people with bridesmaids because I've been a bridesmaid and I adored it. I absolutely loved it. But in my mind, taking three or five or eight of your very best friends, dressing them up in the same outfit and standing, lining them up in a row is just bizarre to me. It's a little weird. And I've been trying to talk about this in a way that's not going to offend. I, and I hope my listeners know that when I have an opinion, it doesn't mean I don't agree with, if you want to have 10 bridesmaids or three bridesmaids and make them all look the same. No judgment. I'm supportive of your choices. But I also agree when you break it down and look at the history of it and look at what it means to you. I'm a great believer in if, if, if a tradition has meaning to you, do it. Use it. But if you can't look at it and go, why am I doing this? This is the reason. Then maybe you should sort of question doing it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, weddings in themselves are traditional things. Like if you're if you're getting married, you're somewhat traditional. You're not completely like shadowing yourself from society. So, like everyone who gets married has an element of tradition. Like I'm going to wear a white dress, but we're not going to have bridesmaids. We're not getting married in a church. We're not going to cut a cake. We might do a first dance. Like we're kind of taking what we like to do and what doesn't seem weird to us. Like in my mind, cutting a cake together we don't, if we're having cake at home, we don't stand together and cut us. I mean, Rich and I cut all our cakes together with a big knife. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone has that big cut, cake cutting knife in their home. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it looks beautiful in photos. It can be a fun moment in a wedding, and I think that's fine. But it doesn't mean anything to me, so we've left it. Ditch it. Ditch it. And that's the thing, it's like, 
I feel like people think, oh, well, you have to do things in this order. Like there were certain things I wanted to do that just wouldn't work. Like I really wanted to have the ceremony after the dinner, but I'm getting married in Ireland and people are fond of the drink, drinking gesture. I love it. She's just like doing a bit of drink your drinks and so it just wasn't feasible like there's no way like that you want upright guests yeah ideally like it's the dream and so yeah so there's certain things that obviously like there there is a tradition for it for a reason like people tend to have a ceremony before a reception because it's just then people can just relax afterwards like I understand certain formalities and things like that but then there are things that are just there for the sake of it and bridesmaids can be great like it can be so fun getting ready with all your friends and having people to bounce ideas off and having people to vent to bridesmaids can be awesome and I've loved being a bridesmaid like I loved all that but for my own day things like I hate getting ready with other girls I don't like shopping with friends I say I'm making myself sound really, yeah. No, you don't. You sound real. And I couldn't agree more that I find for being a professional big mouth, you know, we've talked a lot about today about me doing stand-up comedy and stuff, but there are elements of my life that I'm quite private and quite in the, you know, down on the down low. And I agree, going with shopping with a bunch of friends, I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah, so when I went, when I got my dress, I went the first time to try it on just by myself. Good. And it was great because I already knew what I wanted. So I went in, I had no one being like, oh. So I brought someone back the day I paid the deposit just to make sure it wasn't hideous. But other than that, yeah, I just, the the thought of walking out, like, because that's why I shop online because I like trying stuff on at home and kind of having a bit of a, like, play around in front of the mirror and, like, fixing my hair and seeing it different ways. And I feel like if I had loads of people there, I wouldn't have been able to kind of spend the time to, like, look at it from all angles and really, like kind of think about it myself what I thought as opposed to what other people thought and I agree you don't want if you know in your heart the dress you want and you go and try it on and then you get someone shitting on your idea of what is great even in a polite friendly way it can really dent you yeah and it taints the dress like when I've been shopping with other people I'll I'll kind of it's awful but like you'll say every dress unless it's like it's like terrible but I would say like oh it's gorgeous what do you think before I would say anything because you need to see because that could be their dress yeah and then you're like oh I don't know about the seam there or something like that and then they'll see the seam that they didn't see before that's probably fine but you're just trying to be constructive and so I think kind of afterwards then you have a bit of a debrief and be like okay that one was nicer than that one and you know you can kind of you can and then the, a good honest friend without like kind of yeah and then the dresses and their friends are like oh dress three made you look like a tart or whatever <laughs> yeah. I did have a friend recently and we were we were trying them on and yeah well like it's awful because her her boyfriend he was kind of joking would be like your friends have to be harsh on you like they have to be like no this is the right one but no because what if she loves something that isn't to our taste like that's totally fine she should rock that on her wedding day and not be worried about what we think i'm going to link in this uh the show notes of today's episode there's a great podcast called the moth i would highly recommend people listen to it and uh i am there was an episode where they had a lovely comedian she did a piece all about finding her wedding dress but all the shit we go through and especially if you're not bridey bride if you don't want a big proofy dress which i'm highly encouraging people to you know if you don't picture yourself wearing a ball gown i don't know how many people do but 
don't wear a ball gown. Go and find something that's comfortable. Anyway, she does this great piece about finding the dress and about finding a dress that she really liked and got some bad vibes from their, her friends about it. And it's amazing. It's very funny. It's very real. And uh, I will share it with you as well. It's great. But it's one of those moments you go, yeah, you don't need an opinion about everything. There are so many opinions being thrown your way when you're planning a wedding. If you want to wear a dress that just you love, bloody wear the dress. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, just for every little thing, like, everyone's got an opinion and that's fine. And, like, I mean, this is, like, time, like, we always hash this out at weddings. It's like, it's your day. Like, it's not. It's, it's, it is a family day if that's the kind of wedding you're going to have. And it is a day for your friends. And I think you should think about your guests and you should think about giving them a good time. But for things like what you're going to wear, like you're not going to consult all your friends about what you'd wear to your 30th birthday party. So why would you do it about your wedding, which in my mind are like equally like fun events. So I just think people like just take it so like to to an extreme. Like I was chatting with a friend the other day and I wrote this actually in my write up about finding my own dress that... So say if, if, as someone who writes about weddings, like, and I know collections inside out, so say a thousand pound dress, when you see that beside a five thousand pound dress, yes, there's a difference. There's a difference in the work. There might be a difference in the tailoring. But you're the only person at your wedding wearing a wedding dress. No one else is going to be able to tell. Obviously, if you're holding them together, yes, you'll notice a difference. You'll be the only person... If you choose to wear a white dress, you'll be the only person standing there, hopefully, in a white... Let's see Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. In a white wedding dress. You're going to look amazing. It could literally be anything. You're still going to look like a bride and beautiful and... Like, so I think people fretting about being like, oh, but I have to spend this much and I have to spend... Like, just take a step back. Think about what you like to wear normally. Like, my dress is basically... I'd wear that, like on a summer's day me too yeah it's like it's a fancier version of what I'd wear but it's it's basically something I would wear and I think that's a really good I mean not everyone if people tend to have more like classic tastes and don't wear dresses then yeah it's obviously going to be a bit different to your usual like get up but I think generally if it's a if it's like a fancier version of what is your normal everyday style I think that's just the best way to like look at your wedding dress don't feel pressure. I know I'm like starting, trying to start a revolution that if you don't want to wear the cutoff dress that looks like every other dress. You're all about the sleeves and pockets. Fucking hell I am. <laughs> Fuck, I, I said it again. Sleeves are mine. Be Beautiful. Sleeves yeah. and pockets. And it's also just going, if you're comfortable, comfort doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in your homey paired shoes. No. I mean, as much as we don't like to be on our way. I would wear a homey paired <laughs> shoe. <laughs> Can I just take a moment to say how bloody fabulous you are? I can't even say fabulous. <laughs> Thank you very much. We haven't been drinking. It's been tea and coffee only. But to say that you are real, I have just incredibly enjoyed spending this time with you. That's very nice. I've enjoyed it too. Oh, well, I want to talk to you for another four hours. I, I... <laughs> Do it, honestly. You're going to kick us out of this room. Yeah. All the waiters are coming around, just hiding around us. Yes, yeah, we're uh, yeah being shuffled out. Can you hear that? I don't know if we've, this microphone will pick up this delicate piano music. Hang on, let's just hear. That's classy piano music. I don't think it's live, but it's still classy. It is a lovely place. It's just not the kind of places I tend to frequent. Me too. But let's enjoy it. We'll go and see what we can take. Yes, it feels That's more, awful. <laughs> it, feel, it does feel more wedding appropriate than like a pub or somewhere. Sure. Yeah. That, I do enjoy a pub wedding though. Oh yeah, I love London pub weddings. That was what we actually wanted initially, but they actually cost a lot more than you would think. And also, I just felt like if we're flying people over from Ireland, 
to give them a day in a pub it's just not do that any week yeah so yeah i think like as much as we want this like super cool casual day you do at the end of the day be like okay it is a wedding so there's certain elements that you have to kind of fancy up a bit and i think that's fine like say we were choosing our our menu a few weeks ago and we really were having a barbecue but we really just wanted to pick like the burgers and sausages and stuff and we were like this is the most expensive meal we're probably ever going to pay for and we don't want people to think, oh, they just gave us burgers and sausages. So so we've gone with, like, beef brisket and sea bream. So, like, they're still going to be done on the barbecue. The feel will still be very, like, chilled out. But they'll be eating something a bit fancier. It's fancy chill. Fancy chill. I love it. I want to end. I, I have to, and I have to look this up, and I'll try and play a clip. But there was a – I loved 30 Rock, the TV show 30 yes. Rock. I re-watched it all very recently. Great. Do you remember when Liz Lemon goes to get married in the last yes. – Yes. And she's in this sort of weird moment of trying to fight – being into being married yeah. and ends up turning up to the registry dressed in a tracksuit pants or something. Yes, and then she returns later as Princess Leia. Exactly. <laughs> it's my big day. It's my big day. I will I find the feel like a princess. Yes. <laughs> and her princess is Princess Leia, yes. and that's amazing. What? It's the only white dress I own. But your hair. I'm a princess. And it always, I always sort of think back to that moment of going, and I think you've summed it up perfectly in this half hour, is that, you know, you don't have to... To be cool doesn't mean you don't care. To be cool doesn't have to mean that you look like Pinterest. Being cool is exactly whatever the hell you want it to be. Exactly. And if you're kind of, like... I would say to some members of my family, I'm like more high strung about the wedding than they would be because they're even more laid back than me. Like, my sister was so chilled out about her wedding. So, like, it's... You're kind of... Everyone's on a spectrum. And so, for someone's bridezilla is someone else's bridezilla so it's kind of about finding what works for you and kind of sitting there and just being really really like stepping away and being like if this was the real world and not my wedding what would I think about this and I think if you can do that for every step of the way you'll be fine oh couldn't have said it better myself now let's go eat some cupcakes they're being I'm watching them loading it into a box and they are going to be loaded into my face to say to that it's perfect fine thank you uh look if you want to subscribe to the save the date wedding podcast you. it's very good thank you that means a lot from you oh, i really like it i listen to it when i'm on the tube oh my god you're adorable uh we'll visit save the date podcast.com or search simply save the date on itunes stitcher and google play that's new and the podcast app that's where i get it from the podcast app on my apple iphone Crikey's, it's good. And I mean, if you're listening to this now, you might not have subscribed. But if you subscribe, you get it in your little box. Yeah, so I subscribed a few weeks back and then I had all of the old ones to listen to. Oh my God. And then they're offline, so even if I'm underground, I can just hit play and they're ready to go. Just going to package you up in a perfect package. If you want to visit bridalmusings.com, you should do that. Yes, you should. And also follow us on Instagram and Pinterest where we'll bring you inspiration that will get you on your way to wedding planning but that will also give you realistic helpful advice now you have millions of followers yes it's crazy we're like so lucky it's bananas we have over three million followers on pinterest shut up and i'm obsessed with getting our instagram following up i just love instagram's great because there's a bit more engagement like people like tag their friends and they're like oh my god what do you think about this yeah. and i love that because i kind you. of feel like we're like chatting with the brides and we're like it's way more like yeah just interactive whereas pinterest people pin them to their secret boards and you never know who's like who's behind it whereas instagram is yeah it's a lot more fun well we'll all we'll follow all your various accounts and uh all of them (laughs) and spread the word thank you happy days happy days 
Save the date wedding podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it.